At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome to Lovey Las Vegas for Coast to Coast Hoops with myself, Craig Spears, and now part of the Decent Family Podcast, and you've got a tremendous podcast for you. As you're joining me in the second segment, we are going to have on one of our good friends, Evan Mia. He is a tremendous college basketball statistician, a man that is second to none in taking a look at the advanced analytics of the game. He has been doing a great job taking a look at the transfer portal this offseason and also does an amazing job of just being able to prepare for the upcoming college basketball season. He is going to be joining me in the second segment. He's going to be talking about guys that have the potential to take a big giant leap from last year to this year. On top of that, we're going to be talking about guys that maybe they aren't even just in their freshman to sophomore year that have the ability to be able to take a leap. How some of these guys that they transfer from up-tempo systems to more slower styles and vice versa. Guys that were at slower schools and they wind up going to an up-tempo system and vice versa. A guy that goes from a fast school to a fast school in terms of tempo. How that winds up affecting the way that some of these guys are able to perform and we're also going to be talking about how Emmanuel Acock going to Western Kentucky winds up affecting them and he's going to share with me a few teams that he thinks deserves a little bit more love than they have been getting this offseason. So we're going to be talking about that with Evan and then in the final segment. Since I am doing a college basketball conference preview yesterday, I'm going to be recapping the last 48 hours of college basketball news and notes in the final segment since yesterday I wound up doing the Summit League. Patriot League is probably going to be soon to come within the next few days. I plan on also doing the Southland and the SoCon relatively soon as well. So those are the conference previews that are next on the agenda for me. And if you do have a question, comment, segment, idea, what have you for this podcast, you do have one of two ways we offer those in. First one is my Twitter timeline, at unit underscore 81. Keep in mind, letters here. They mean does not matter, as per usual. Please do send these into the timeline. The other way is via an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. From there, you're able to fire whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast. Via that five-star review, really did not wind up getting in a whole heck of a lot of questions today, but we had a great chat with Evan. So that is coming up next right here on Coast Coast Heaps with myself, Craig Eubes and now a part of the Houston Family Podcast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> 
Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. 
And we're back here in lovely Las Vegas for Coast to Coast Seats with myself, Greg Game Spears, and now part of the Beeson Family Podcast. And great to be joined by Evan Miyakawa. He is one of the best college basketball statisticians that you are going to find. And every single year, Evan always comes up with something different. It was unfortunate that they had to, but we were taking a look at COVID pauses with him a few seasons ago. He was able to come up with some great data on teams and how that wound up affecting them. Last season, he was doing a lot of kill shot data, taking a look at teams when they wanted going on 10 plus point runs, when you could expect these from teams, because it's very good for in-game betting as well. And he does all of his work over there at EvanMia.com, a man that has been featured on 538 ESPN, The Athletic, list goes on and on. And now, man, that's out here on the West Coast to be able to follow Evan Mia Kala as at Evan Mia all together. And always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. Absolutely. Glad to talk some hoops in this offseason. Glad to have you aboard. And Evan, I know that you've been tracking a lot of things this offseason. And when we were chatting a little bit back and forth, Prior to this podcast, I know that you were talking about wanting to highlight some of the guys that you think are going to be able to take a big leap forward this year. As we know, typically when it comes to college basketball, the biggest leap for most of these guys come from year number one to year number two. But what are you looking at in terms of guys that they could wind up taking those strides forward? And are a lot of them guys that are going from year one to year two, or might we wind up seeing other guys wind up taking these leaps forward as well? Yeah, one of my big projects every single offseason is building preseason projections. That's a big part of, of the work that I do at my website. That forms a lot of my team rankings and is a big part of my player ratings. So getting those player projections good is really important. So I've been looking at this a little bit, and uh, there are definitely some players that I think are going to be underrated, but I think could be uh, have a big, big leap in this next year, at least in terms of how they're perceived nationally. You mentioned that freshman to sophomore leap. Uh, there's definitely a couple players that I see in that category, the the class designations are a little thrown off because of COVID. But I look at guys like uh, Norchad Omier, who's you know technically still has three years of eligibility left. He's you know transferring from Arkansas State to Miami. I'm really intrigued by him uh, based on guys who are labeled as having three years of eligibility left from last year. He was almost top ten in that category, and almost all of those guys are now in the NBA. So I'm really intrigued by him. Not technically a freshman, but Chris Murray uh, is another one overshadowed by his brother Keegan, obviously for good reason. But Chris Murray, I feel like last year showed a lot of the signs of life that Keegan did the year prior before he became a breakout star. So I'm really intrigued by Chris Murray. I think that he's going to be probably in that top 10 or 15 players that I project in the preseason as we get to it in terms of uh, overall impact on the court. So I see guys like them. A couple other ones that are interesting that aren't freshmen, but I think are underrated guys who had a huge impact for their team and maybe are underappreciated because of their stat lines. And those two guys would be Azulis Tubelis for Arizona and Anton Watson for, for Gonzaga. Both of those guys overshadowed by bigger players on their teams last year. But in terms of their on-court impact, were tr- absolutely tremendous, their team success. And I'm really excited to see what comes of those two players at Arizona and Gonzaga. Yep, and I do think that it is interesting to take a look at Tubelas as joining me on the podcast. We do have Evan Miyakawa because, as we know, they wind up losing Christian Coloco. They do wind up losing Ben Matherin, who wound up being dominators as well. But the big question mark that I've got with this team is sort of that backcourt because Pelle Larson is a guy that I take a look at, and I think he might be able to have that big jump this season after he wanted coming over from Utah. Good sharpshooter, but has really been a little bit, for lack of a better term, a three-point specialist if he can become a little bit more well-rounded 
with his game, that would be big. But the big question is Kirk Creasa because we all think back to what we wound up seeing from Kirk Creasa during the NCAA tournament, and it was terrible. But I also think that we need to throw that out a little bit as well because a good coaching staff, I feel like, would have protected Kirk Creasa from himself. He legitimately did not wind up belonging out there on the floor. So when it comes to evaluating a team like Arizona, I do think that that does wind up making it tricky because they do have quite a few guys that wound up leaving over the offseason. But on top of that, I do feel like in terms of just my personal evaluations, a lot of people, they like to highlight how bad Creasa was in the NCAA tournament. I just toss it out because, once again, I think that it's a circumstance in which we will never see Kirk Creasa at that low of a percentage of health be out there on the floor again. I absolutely agree with you. I think the thing with Creasa was he took everyone by surprise at the beginning of the season. He's got a really big personality, so he instantly became a potential star. And once people started focusing on him, that just coincided with some of that more poor performance down the line. And then everyone started commenting on it. I think if we had seen the reverse and maybe it had a slow start to the season and then done well at the end, we would be raving about him right now. So I do think that the sample size should be taken into account. He had a really good season, I think, especially offensively. Defensively, I definitely feel like he was one of the weaker pieces that Arizona had. And so that's something that he can work on. But I am excited about what he can do. And there's certainly a really, really high ceiling for him. Yep, I totally agree with you there. And I always do think that it is interesting to take a look at some of these younger teams as well, because you talked about specific players they think are going to be able to take a big jump from one year to the next, because I know that's something that I always take a look at personally in terms of just evaluating teams coming into the season is how many returning minutes do they wind up having. But we know that not all of these returning minutes are equal. There are some teams that you almost feel a little bit bad that they're running it back because they were so terrible the year before. How do you wind up being able to maneuver and sort of handicap forward, for lack of a better term, how a team is going to be doing with having a lot of returning pieces? Because I feel like not all teams that return like 75 plus percent of their returning points, minutes, you're able to go down the line, are created equal. Absolutely. And I think we're dealing with a very unnormal amount of teams who are, quote, running it back the last two years because of COVID. A team that's close to my heart because I'm a fan is Butler last year. They more or less ran it back. There was a lot of optimism that they were going to have a big year last year, despite not really having any players that were like real stars. And they did not do very well. Granted, they had a lot of injury unluckiness, if you want to call it that. But I do think that, you know, running it back can be helpful But also, if you don't have guys you're bringing back who are already stars or breakout star potential, I think it's really hard to get much better than you were the last season. I do think that's a hard thing to capture. And in some cases, it works. In some cases, it doesn't. But I definitely think we see a lot more teams, you know, these last two off seasons who have a lot more roster continuity than you would normally expect. Not quite as many teams who are coming back with a completely different roster. Now with the transfer portal the way that it is, that makes it a lot easier to retool everything if you want to. But there are definitely a lot of teams that have the ability to bring back guys for that fifth year if they want to. Uh, So really interesting to watch. And I mean, that leads into something that is also very important as well and something that is a complete opposite. Well, you've got a lot of teams that they are running back. They're bringing back 75 plus percent of their points, minutes. You're able to go down the line in terms of sets. You've got teams like LSU that they literally don't return a single scholarship player from last season. They have to build completely from scratch. We see this with a lot of teams with a new coach outside, exclusively teams with a new coach. But by and large, a lot of it are teams that either they have a first or second year coach that they wind up having to build completely from scratch. And we've seen this work out from time to time. Iowa State last season 
season. They wind up going to the Sweet 16 after they got two wins the entire year, and they were both against flat competition. So they got as many wins in the NCAA tournament as they did the entire season last year. Worked out very well for TJ Otzelberger, but I also think that this is very important to handicap as, or this is important to evaluate as well, just because when it comes to taking a look at these teams that they're completely fresh and new, there are some times in which the chemistry is there from the get-go, like it was with Iowa State. They were well-oiled machine on defense, weren't necessarily great on offense, but they were able to get things going. Meanwhile, you get other of these teams that you can tell that they're completely disjointed, and you've got a team that, if you look on paper and paper alone, they should probably be a 21 team, and instead, they're below 500. Yeah, I think uh, Iowa State is definitely a great example of a team that kind of bucked the odds in terms of put, putting together a roster after having almost no continuity from the year previous. I see a couple teams this offseason that could fall in that bucket, and it could be a big hit or a big miss. Missouri is one of those teams. Dennis Gates has done a fantastic job of building pretty much from nothing a great incoming recruiting class. You know, obviously starring Isaiah Mosley, who's you know 15th overall in my uh, transfer rankings. But they also bring in four other four-star transfers, as I have it on my site. I feel like they only lose really one guy of consequence. And that stacks up to a, a, a you know second total best in the country incoming transfer class ranking and 11th in terms of overall transfer activity. So again, a lot of different pieces, but the, you know they could try and follow Iowa State's recipe from last year. You know, another example of that. Not in terms of bringing in a lot of pieces, but having that big boom bust potential based on who they bring in is St. John's. I mean, they bring in Andre Curbelo, one of the most polarizing players in college basketball, but we've seen how good he can be when he's playing at his best. David Jones coming in as well from DePaul. You know, the Johnnies didn't really lose anyone of note, so I'm really intrigued by them as well. Both of those teams will be really hoping to cash in and, you know, get the chemistry working from, from early in the season. And who knows, they could really surprise people. And you point out something that I always think is important to take a look at via the transfer portal as well. So joining me on the podcast, we do have great statistician Evan Mia Cowan. That's just taking a look at the style that they're coming to, because I do take a look at some of these guys that if they were to go from a school like Wofford, for instance, a team that is in the bottom 50 year in your own in terms of possessions per game, and you try to throw them on the Citadel, who plays super duper up tempo, might be a little bit different because we've seen the coaching change there. But I always take a look at that, and I don't know if that's necessarily going to be the world's greatest fit. Meanwhile, you take a look at a guy like an Andre Corbell, which I feel like a up-tempo style would have really suited him a little bit better because he is a guy that he plays at 500 miles per hour. He's going to make a couple of turnovers, and you have to be willing to live with it. With Illinois style, the amount of turnovers that he wound up having, that was not beneficial for him because they were looking to play a lot through as well. Kofi Colburn, you don't have quite as much of that over there at St. John's. So I do think that that's a fit. And how do you wind up trying to be able to quantify this? Because the only way to be able to do so is take a look at pretty much the amount of possessions per game that a team wound up having a year or two ago and really where he's going to be going to as well, trying to project them forward. And I, I always think that this is relatively tricky as well because it is more or less a way of trying to be able to gauge fit. And that's always something where there's a lot of elements like why coming into play and you could have everything perfect in my opinion, but sometimes it just doesn't wind up being able to work out either. Yeah, this is why you're next level, Greg. Being able to identify not just the quality of the player, but but what they're used to in terms of style of play and how that's different from one team to the next. I think that's a huge thing to keep an eye on. It's definitely hard to take account for that when you're you know statistically trying to project how good a transfer is going to be at this new team that he's in. So you know I certainly there are definitely ways to quantify that. But in terms of building something that's you know always going to correctly tell you if a player is going to fit or not, that's really hard to do. You know 
I think as much of the style of play, it also has to do with just the way that the coaching staff wants to use the player. And again, that's not the kind of thing that you can put a number on in the preseason. You just have to start the season and see how they work it. But, you know, certainly the way that a coaching staff sees a player and wants to utilize them. I think an interesting case this this year will be Matthew Meyer. I thought for Baylor, he was uh, really good the last several years. And I think especially towards the end of their championship season, everyone saw the high-end potential that he had. I mean, the shot making, the confidence, the swagger, the intensity on defense. Uh, and I think he brought a lot of those things to the Bears last year, but they never really were able to ride out his you know, slightly worse shooting performance and really give him the ball more, which I think would have been better for him long term. So now in Illinois system, you know, are they going to be able to utilize him in a different way or is he just going to be that fourth guy on offense kind of similar to Baylor and, you know, not really be able to take care of his full potential? I don't know what the plan for his him is there, but certainly I think at least in his mind, that's the the sales pitch that he's received. So I'm really hoping that they utilize him more, but a lot of it just depends on how, how the coaching staff decides to utilize these new pieces. I do agree with you there. I think that that is going to be important. And speaking of teams that are going to look to utilize new pieces as well. How about if we wind up talking about the big thing that we've seen in college basketball over the last few days, and that would be the fact that Western Kentucky winds up being able to poach Emmanuel Acott away from Memphis, and now he's going to be going to Western Kentucky. And the way that I see it out there in Conference USA, I think there's a potential of being able to get two at-large teams in. Now, obviously, UAB and Western Kentucky They are teams that they need to take care of business out of conference. But how do you wind up seeing this Western Kentucky team now that Emmanuel Acock comes in? Because I think that this is a great fit for them. He is a guy that winds up coming in from a little bit of a slower style over there at Boise State, but also did begin his career at Arizona. So he's got that experience under his belt as well. And when you wind up adding a guy that's six foot eight, that's able to pop threes, that is able to guard multiple positions, the conference USA, that is going to be very, very difficult for those poor teams that are out there like UTEP and company that have to wind up trying to defend them. ACOT going to Western Kentucky certainly is significant for them. Um, you know, I had him as the a top 50 transfer in the country, a five-star and particularly my algorithm rates his defense really highly as, as one of the better defensive transfers available. And I, I'm just intrigued in general by looking at the, the transfers that Western Kentucky was able to get. I mean, Dante Allen from Kentucky and then a five-star freshman, you know, a previous high school recruit in Christian Lander from Indiana. You know, obviously those two guys haven't panned out of their, their original schools quite as much as they would have wanted. But I mean, there's a lot of high-end potential here with these guys. So I think Western Kentucky has a lot of potential variability in terms of how they might do this season. They could really make it work and be an incredible force in that conference, or it could flame out. It's hard to say. I do agree with you there. I think it's going to be so fascinating to take a look at them as joining me on the podcast. We do have Evan Mia Cow, And then Evan, just something that I want to pick your brain about as well, because I've been asking a lot of folks that do amazing work in the sphere about this as well. As the offseason has went along, as you've been doing your research, has there been a team or two that you've had a little bit of a flip in opinion on, whether it be to the positive or the negative? Because I always do feel like as you wind up doing your research for the upcoming season, as you wind up diving into a team a little bit more, you can go from bullish to bearish and vice versa, bearish to bullish, based on how you wind up evaluating them, some of the things that you wind up highlighting with a specific team. Has there been a team or two that you've had a little bit of a flip on opinion on over the last few months as you've dove into them a little bit more? I think it's a little too early for me to say, uh, you know, which teams definitively that I've done a deep dive on, because I'm still kind of in that process of, you know, working on these team projections. But 
One team that I am really curious about, and I think from a statistics standpoint, in terms of looking what they have on paper, I don't quite as much agree with the hate towards Kansas State's roster with you know, Jerome Tang, a first-year head coach. I think for a good part of the summer, their their incoming transfer class was somewhat underwhelming. But now with the grab of Keontae Johnson from Florida, obviously there are some major concerns with his health. There's possibility that he might play only a certain number of games in order to not lose his $5 million insurance policy. But if he does indeed play, and when he is healthy, he is one of the best players in the country, in my opinion. And based on what his metrics show as well, when you have a guy like Desi Sills coming in previously, who used to play Arkansas, and a couple other guys as well, I think quietly, my outlook on them is a, a lot better than initially it was, you know, during the first month or two of the transfer portal, when Kansas State was trying to go after guys and wasn't coming up with much. I think now their roster looks a lot more complete than we might have expected a couple months ago. You never know. They could be a lot more successful in the Big 12 than people are giving them credit for. I do agree with you there. I think the only issue that Kansas State has is the conference itself because with the Big 12, I just take a look at it and it's murderous row every night. I mean, we're talking about Kansas State perhaps being the worst team out there in the Big 12. You sit Kansas State in the Pac-12, they're a top of the conference team, not like top on top of like USC or anything like that, but top half of the conference sort of team. For Kansas State. So I do think that that's interesting to take a look at as well, because I'm with you. I do think that Kansas State has a lot of talent. The biggest knock that I have on them is the schedule that they're going to be playing in conference because they don't have any easy wins on that schedule at all. Absolutely. But Iowa State had that same exact problem last year with a new head coach and a lot of people discounting them and look how that turned out. So maybe their success story is already written there and they just got to follow the same ingredients. Yep, it is going to be interesting to take a look at that Big 12 because whoever winds up winning that conference regular season slash conference tournament, they will have earned it. And a man that has earned my respect, W. Evan, you do an absolutely amazing job taking a look at the game of college basketball. You're getting set for what is going to be an amazing season. You've been doing a great job trying to project forward on some of these guys that could take a good leap forward taking a look at the transfer portal, rating out all those guys. List goes on and on. Let the good people at home know it's all on tap for you and how people can follow along on social media and other platforms. Yeah, I've had my head down the last couple months really working on a lot of big updates to my site. Hopefully I'll be rolling those out, you know, a couple weeks before the season. So can't give any secrets away, but a lot to look forward to there. And I'm really excited to share it with everybody. As mentioned before, my website is evanmia.com. You can also find me on Twitter at evanmia. I don't tweet a ton during the off season, but once the season gets close and preseason projections are locked in, there's going to be a lot to talk about. And I can tell you right now, the guy delivers the goods and every single year he winds up adding a couple different things that he winds up taking a look at. They're very good just for the fan itself, taking a look at the game of basketball. And if you're a handicapper, you absolutely love betting on these games. The information that he tweets out, it is very, very profitable information as well. Always enjoy having Evan on the podcast. A big thanks to him for joining me right here on Coast Coast Soups. And coming up next, since I did wind up doing my conference preview for the Summit League on this podcast yesterday, going to be giving you guys the news and notes of college basketball from the last 48 hours. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.
Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. (sighs) Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the Natural Hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. 
Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. And we're back here lovely Las Vegas for Coast to Coast Hoops with myself, Greg Spears, and now a part of the Beeson Family Podcast. It is always a pleasure to get Evan Mia Kyle aboard. He does amazing work over there at EvanMia.com. One of the best in terms of being able to come up with college basketball insights and stats that you're going to find every single year. He does a little bit of something new, and every single year it provides great value if you take a look at it from a betting perspective. A big thanks to him for joining me in the last segment. Now it is that time of the podcast that I give you a little bit of a roundup as to all the news and notes that we wound up seeing in college basketball over the last 48 hours. Typically, this is the last 24 hours, but with that said, today is the last 48 hours because I wound up doing my Summit League preview yesterday. Going to be doing one for every single conference. We're starting to get there on them. We've still got a few mid-majors left to go, and then we wind up getting into more of the power conferences. So, we're going to have a lot of fun there as we did wind up seeing quite a few guys over the last 40 hours wind up entering into the transfer portal. It seems as though Jacob Wilson, who is set to play at Wichita State, he wound up violating team rules. He was kicked off the team and now he is in the transfer portal. Someone that really was not a highly touted recruit. This should not really wind up affecting Wichita State too much. Not necessarily what you want, but at the same time, not the worst thing in the world happened to them. Jameer Young, who he was at SMU last season, he then decided that he was going to go to Memphis. He then decommitted from Memphis. Now it seems as though he's going to Memphis again. This has been a little bit of a topsy-turvy situation for a guy that's really not going to play a lot. Two points per contest, but seems like he's back at Memphis, especially because, well, they wound up losing out on Emmanuel Acott, so that winds hurting them a little bit, so... Pretty much Jameer Young winds up coming in because Manuel Acott is going to be going out. So that whole ordeal is going to be fascinating. He's six foot nine, Should be able to give the team maybe like 10 minutes, five fouls off the bench. But I don't see him being too much of a factor for them. You wind up seeing Bryson Ogletree. He was playing last season at Appalachian State. He has decided that he is going to be going down to the non-D1 level. He is going to be going to South Plains College. And when it comes to our good friend Bryson Ogletree, he did not wind up playing at all last season at Appalachian State. Very easy for your handicap. All you need to note is that Mr. Bryson, who did not wind up playing last year, well, he is going down to the non-D1 level. Don't worry about having to project what he's going to be doing this season. And you're able to move on from there. Antoine Jacks, another guy that wound up not seeing a lot of minutes. He was at Fairleigh Dickinson last season, two points per contest. They want to get him the team one and a half assists per game. He's decided that he is going to be going out to Indian River State College. So another smaller move. This one, I think, is one that is off the radar, though, and that is going to be actually quite solid. Kim Aiken Jr., he was last season at Arizona, only wound up playing seven games. He was supposed to go to Washington State, was unable to get into their graduate program there. He wound up playing just seven games at Arizona, wasn't necessarily a fit with that program. But when he was firing on all cylinders for the Eastern Washington team that made the NCAA tournament during the 2020-21 season, had 11 points, eight and a half boards, two assists, shot right around 30% from three-point range, a two-time All-Big Sky performer. This is someone that could come into New Mexico State, a team that, well, they lost, I believe, six other top seven scorers from last season, but bringing Theo Pinson, obviously they wind up losing their coach to Mississippi State as well, and this can help them really be able to rebuild very, very quickly. He is a guy that could be one of the top big men in the conference at right around six foot seven. so nice little combo player. This is very big for them, so that is a nice get 
for New Mexico State. Jeremiah Kendall, he's going to be staying within the SWAC. He was at Prairie View A&M last season. He now goes to Elkhorn State, and this is a good get for Elkhorn State, as he did wind up seeing Kendall last season get 10 starts, put up 5.5 points, 4 rebounds per contest. Not a guy that's going to stroke it from 3-point range. 6'6", little bit of combo player. Prairie View, always a team that they are very, very much invested in trying to get steals. They're much more of a defense-oriented team. He goes to an Elkhorn State team, which a hole is greater than some of its parts. You really aren't going to have a guy that averages more than 10, 11 points per game for Elkhorn State, but you're going to have like eight different guys wind up giving you 15-plus minutes per contest. And for Kendall, he did wind up having six and a half points right around six boards per contest in the final 10 games of the season as he was able to come on strong. So that's a good gift for them. Lindenwood, who steps up to the D1 level this season, They've actually been able to bring in some good transfers, and this is the latest of them. Darius Bean, he wound up beginning his career at Northern Illinois, actually Southern Illinois, before he was able to really put up some numbers at Northern Illinois 2020-21 season with Huskies. Nine and a half points, five and a half boards, two assists per contest while shooting a poultry 23% from three-point range last season while he was in the Big West for CSUN, Cal State, Northridge. More on five points per contest. Once again, rough three-point shooting, but a guy that's able to dole out the ball was able to average 1.3 steals per contest two seasons ago. He has decided that he is going to be going to Lindenwood, and now he's going to be pairing up with Chris Childs, who, if he can get back to the form that he had during the 2020-21 season, while he was at Bryant, 14 points per contest, shooting 40% from three. This is a good duo. Bean can be the guy that winds getting Childs the ball and Lindenwood all of a sudden, and I want up doing my preview of the Ohio Valley Conference, and the Ohio Valley Conference this year looks very, very sad. Now that you've got out of the fold, the main two teams in Belmont along the Prairie State, they can make a little bit of noise right away. So, you know, that's actually a pretty good gift for them. Jared Logan, he was last season at Kent State, literally scored as many points as I did. He is on the transfer portal. You don't need to wind up making too much out of that. You do wind up seeing a pair of guys wind up going to Southern Indiana as well. Another one of those D2 programs that's going up to the D1 level. Kyron Powell, he did not wind up playing last year for Houston. Was a part of their Final Four team two seasons ago. Put up right around two and a half points, two rebounds per contest. A guy with a little bit of clout coming out of high school. He's a six foot eight gentleman that is from the state of Indiana. So that makes a lot of sense. And then Sam Mervis, he was playing at Indiana State last season. He is entering into the program as well, Mr. Mervis. Well, don't be nervous about him out there on the floor. He's a point guard that is not even six feet tall. He wound up averaging about half a point per game last season at Indiana State, so not too much of a name there. But what I do think is also big is the fact that UIC, who is a team that is transitioning as well over to the Missouri Valley Conference, they're going to be without Demaria Franklin, and that is a big deal. He now enters the transfer portal after last year at UIC. He put up some Mondo numbers. 17.8 points, 7 boards, 2.5 assists, 1.3 steals, nearly a block per contest. Shoots only about 30% from 3-point range, but a 6'4 gentleman that was all Ryzen League in terms of his performance, he's not out there on the transfer portal. A lot of these teams, I'm looking at you, Louisville, that wound swinging and missing in the transfer portal should be dialing 1-800-DEMARIA Franklin right now to try to bail themselves out because there aren't a whole lot of options out there, and a guy that wound up averaging nearly 18 points per contest is able to give you 7 boards per game at 6 four, that's a guy that you probably want in your rotation, and you know what? Hopefully this podcast is a part of your rotation. 
As I always say, bets are won during the college basketball season. They're won through great prep time, so I'm doing everything possible to be able to make us as much money as seemingly possible this upcoming college basketball season. And if you do like what you're hearing from this fine podcast, Coast Coast Hoops, you're able to subscribe wherever your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. If you've got a question, comment, segment idea, what have you for this podcast, you do have one of two ways we offer those in. First one is my Twitter timeline, at unit underscore 81. Keep in mind, letters EM. Maybe it does not matter. As per usual, please send these into the timeline and the other way. It is via an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. From there, you're able to find whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast via that five-star review. A big thanks to Evan Miyakawa, terrific statistician, and a man that does a great job of being able to cover the game. He joined me in the last segment. Hopefully you guys are enjoying what you're hearing on this podcast as I'll be coming at you guys every single day. News and notes of college basketball on conference previews in the offseason, in-season. Going to give you guys picks and analysis on every single game, every single day, so I'll chat at you once again tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.